The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. It is hump day, and we are spending our hump day in Hanhurst with our good friend, Hunter Couture, and we're here to chop it up. He is our athlete of the week, absolutely balled out against Duke. I'm actually going to start this podcast a little bit differently. I'm going to start with some statistics. So you are 56% from three in your lifetime against Duke. From D. Cunna. Wow, so you didn't know that. I did not know that. Hunter Couture's last two games against Duke tonight in the ACC Tournament Final. You were the MVP in the ACC tournament final, by the way. I was. You had 46 points. You were 16 of 26. That's good for 62%. Not sure if you're a math major. 12 of 19 from three. That's 63.2%. Six rebounds and five steals against the Duke Blue Devils. You were unaware of all of this. Did not know any of that. So, how was celebrating your son's fifth birthday party in Castle Coliseum <laughs> the other night? Did you enjoy it? I did. <laughs> you did. We enjoyed it as well. Congratulations on the big win. Really, really excited about it. But moving on to the game, specifically, that night you were 5 of 10. Didn't take a single two-point field goal that entire night. I love that stat. You love that stat. <laughs> Straight threes. Straight threes all night. Against William & Mary, you were 6 of 10. Against Florida State last year, you were 9 of 11. So I want to ask you, this is a total non-basketball guy asking a question that Probably may not even make sense to a basketball player, but is there a time that you know you have it that night, you're in the zone? What exactly does it feel like when you're in that kind of moment and you're having that kind of production? Yeah, um, I would say a lot of times warming up, it has nothing to do with the game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever told anyone this story before the Duke championship game. That was probably the worst warm up I had of my life. <laughs> I don't think I made one shot the whole warm up. Like I'm shooting, everything fell off, this and that. Like I, Catching the ball, I was fumbling. I was like, this is going to be the worst game of my life. Like, this is the worst time. <laughs> and then I go out there and score 31. And then there's mm-hmm. sometimes I'm in warm-ups. I'm making everything. I'm like, oh, this is going to be my night. I'm, I'm breaking the school record for threes, and I go 0 for 7. So mm-hmm. it's like the warm-ups, I have nothing to do with it. But I think once I get in the game, I have, like, a feel for my shot, even when I miss. I think last night or whenever it was, two nights ago, um, I missed my first two shots, but they felt good. Mm-hmm. So it's like as a confidence thing, if I miss shots and they feel good – I'm going to keep shooting them because I know eventually they're going to end up falling. So I think just in the game, once you get in the zone, if the shot feels good, just never lose confidence and keep shooting. So last night, you get over the hump. You win your first game in the last seven. Talk to me about the locker room. Talk to me about at Castle Coliseum, being embraced by everybody. Just what was that feeling for the team and what did it mean to you guys to finally get that win? Yeah, it was a lot of fun being back in Castle. It's been a while. First game back with students from from break. Um just sitting out, watching the games, it was tough for me just because mm-hmm. I hate not playing and seeing my guys out there working hard and still losing. Um, but it's tough. It's never good to go on losing stretches. It hurts. We're all competitors. We all want to win. Um, but at the end of the day, we stuck together. We've gone through this last year. we got a new team this year. It's a little bit different. But um, 
at the end of the day, like you just got to weather the storm. It's going to, it's going to suck. You're going to go on losing streaks, but as long as we keep climbing and we did it last year where we, we got it together and weather the storm, I end up winning 13 out of the last 15, the regular season, something like that. So try to pull something like that this year um, and do that. But at the end of the day, we just have to stay positive, stay together and not worry about any of the outside noise. Go ahead. I got one. It was a fun night. We had a ton of fun in Castle on Monday. Big Monday. That was the game that we circled on our calendars. You know, you got Duke at home. You got ESPN in town. Um, but we also saw the black uniforms again. And, you know, you guys went out and crushed Dayton in the black uniforms. What do you think of the black uniforms? Do they do they bring any special energy to you guys? I love them. We um we had a blackout last year, and I think we wore white uniforms, and it just didn't feel right. It just yeah. looks bad. But um, the black uniforms, I think it brings a special – special energy out there and and stuff like that but like you said big monday out playing against duke i told our team there's two minutes to go or a minute 30 it was tied 72 72 and i looked at all of them i was like dude we're playing duke at home on espn like all of us dreamed of this like let's go out there and just live in the moment and play so i think it's pretty cool just little stuff like that that you don't really realize till after that you're like as a kid you dreamed watching duke play on espn and now we're in that game so i think just going out there and being able to play and um and to get a win in front of Castle was really cool. So we have your left elbow protected over there. Yeah. And for as much as you can say, can you? so in the Boston College game I'm watching, and I'm watching with Ed Williams, who does the Hokey Hoops pod. You hit the ground, and he immediately goes, well, he's gone for six or eight games. And I'm like, nah, dude, if you watch the replay, very clearly he's going to have an elbow bruise. Maybe an egg, maybe a little bump. So as much as, as, much as you can talk about it, what exactly happened – did you know that it was an issue as soon as you hit the ground? Kind of walk us through, um, I guess, that 24 or 48 hour period. Yeah, so hit the ground. Um, Hard. Yeah, there's a picture. Well, a lot of people don't realize is Boston College, their court is over an ice rink. And a lot of courts, they have spring underneath them. So when you hit their court, it's like cement. Like it's, they have no give underneath because it's on top of ice. So it's like actually hitting a hard floor. Um, so when I hit the ground, there's a picture someone took from the stands. That it's like my head was like my feet were up like straight and they looked mm-hmm. like I was doing a handstand. Yeah. Basically. But I hit the ground, felt the pain, was looking around, like trying to get feeling back in my arm, moving it. Coach John came out, he's like, give as much time as you need. I was like, give me back up and going back in the game. Called a timeout and I tried to straighten my arm and that's as soon as like all the pain just rushed. And I was like, I'm a, I was hurt because I was like, I know I can't go back in. And a lot of people don't know this also. So I was supposed to go home. For break, go back to Florida. Good weather. I was supposed to go golfing. Yeah, I was expecting. I, I was like, dude, he's gonna be back next yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So I was excited. So after I felt my arm, and I was like, damn, I'm not gonna be able to go back in. We were in a timeout, and I acted like I was holding a golf club to see if I'd be able to hold a golf club. <laughs> and that hurt. And that's when it really, it really hit me. I was like, this is this is. Serious. I can't golf. I can't basketball yeah. for sure. Oh man. So it was. Um, once that happened, I was. That's when it really sunk in that it was. It was a. It was a problem. So I went back home. Got the X-ray, got the results, came back, got uh, more results, and kind of was dealing with that. But um, luckily, it was only four weeks, um, mm-hmm. and now I'm back out there. Well, like I said, you got to file some type of claim to the HC or the NCAA and be like, Boston College, what are we doing? This yeah. is, you know, out of compliance here yeah. with the uh, the tough the tough floor. That's yeah. that's brutal. Um, so then you shift, you come back from break. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you approached your role? as being a advisor, as an extra coach, as a motivator, how did you try to have an impact while you couldn't be on the court? Yeah, exactly. All three of those that you said, it was mm-hmm. kind of like, I can't play. What's the, what does my team need from me now? Like without me on the court. So basically MJ Collins is getting more minutes. He's mm-hmm. a freshman. I can mentor him. Darius Max has to step up. Sean Padula has to step up. 
Um, so just kind of being there for them and kind of seeing stuff that on the sideline you see not like when you're playing because the game's moving so fast on the sideline, things slow down for you. And also just, as you said, being a coach on the sideline, I want to mm-hmm. get into coaching. So I kind of got to, to take a step back and kind of be in their lives, watching film with them a little bit more than I would as a player. Um, just kind of seeing little stuff that the coaches would see and just trying to help our team out there. So we're a big reflect person. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this later. Pat and I went to uh, yoga the other day and they kept talking about reflect on your week, be thankful for your time, live in the moment. <laughs> so as you look back at the time that you were not playing, what is the biggest challenge that you faced and what is the biggest lesson that you took from that time? I think the biggest challenge is I'm always like a, a doer. Like I feel like I have to be doing stuff all the time. So it really forced me to just like sit down and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like especially with an elbow injury, you can only do so much like with it being hurt, ice, treatment, and that's mm-hmm. about it. So you could only – and the rest of you said time's going to heal it. So you're just sitting around waiting it for heal. So I think it just taught me patience because I'm a kid that I don't have much patience. Mm-hmm. I've always always been around, want to run around and do stuff. So it taught me to do that. Um, and also just to be grateful. You know, you never – it's my senior year. I don't know if this is my last year or not. But um, just to be grateful for the time I have out there and to play in, like, places like that. I miss playing in the Syracuse Dome. That's a cool mm-hmm. arena to play in. And mm-hmm. so those games I miss, but at the end of the day, I only miss four games. So I'm just grateful that it was only – that many and just other people in this life like they're going through a lot worse than what I'm going through with the elbow injury so just being grateful for everything that's happened and kind of just taking my blessings and moving on with it so aside from that just real quick before we move on you can now if you wanted to yeah, right I've you could bomb it down the fairway yeah, okay I've all right just making sure <laughs> um during that time like you said MJ Collins and I want to throw Lynn Kidd in there mm-hmm. have matured and not just on playing better but MJ Collins is no longer playing like a freshman. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to me a little bit about in their expanded roles, how they've approached their game, what they've improved upon, and just kind of just kind of brag on your two teammates who really have helped out here? Yeah, it's a level of maturity. I know Lynn last year was behind Keve, and um, Keve was playing 30, 35 minutes. So Lynn kind of knew he wasn't playing. But once Keve left, I think Lynn took it upon himself. He said, I'm going to get better myself. I want to get on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you could see his hard work through the summer workouts, preseason, end season. He's working out almost every day, and he's in there working hard in the weight room and on the court. So I think just his level of maturity really took another step, saying, like, I'm tired of sitting on the bench. I'm tired of, like, he took matters into his own hands. Mm-hmm. And each game you could see he's getting better and better and understanding the game and stuff like that. And the same with MJ. He came in all fire. Like, he was one of those people. He was never scared of the moment. Mm-hmm. He has the utmost confidence for himself. Um, threw it down against Carolina yeah yeah that's what I'm saying a lot of freshmen in that moment would be scared Mm -hmm. to do that so Mm -hmm. for him to come and do that as a freshman it's big for him he's working hard every day and I think each day they're both getting better and better and they're willing learners like you could tell them and coach them up and teach them and they're willing to take that teaching and they won't get butt hurt Mm -hmm. thinking that like oh they're coming out to get me can I give you uh, a comp that I've been thinking I've been saying a lot I'm like who does MJ Collins remind me of who does he remind me of Who, who does he remind me of it's Devin Wilson it's a guy, you look at the box score, it's not going to wow you, but he's taking the toughest defensive matchup. He's always positive. It was a positron talking to everybody, not afraid of the moment, knocked down a huge free throw the other day, got the huge rebound. So really, really reminds me of Devin Wilson. Shout out to Devin. An athletic director at San Diego State University. Love Join it out in a – join it out <laughs> he's in all, He's an all-timer. He yeah. really is. He actually – I'm glad I remember – I'm glad I remembered this. He asked us to ask you what you think of the GIF – of you doing the little, the, the, the little like yeah. I see um time to time posted and he said it was his favorite um his favorite little gif he uses so a shout out to him he's been he's been cool he's been a supporter mm-hmm. at CM Tweet every now and then shouting out our team and seeing us play and so it's cool to see a player that's played here mm-hmm. and kind of like 
giving back to us. Like a lot of like people would, you would think they would talk about their time playing here and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. him, he's solely worried about our team and not him. And so his support really is pretty cool to see on Twitter. So, but how do you feel about the gift? Are you happy with the gift? When you see it, are you fired up about it? You're like, I like that. Or is it not, is it not your favorite? Um, I think it's funny just because okay. it's, it was from you freshman year. And I feel like I look a lot different. You do. do indeed. <laughs> yeah. yes, you do. So I think it's just a funny little throwback to see me from freshman year. That's right. So we're moving on to our pylons. Pylons, for those of you that don't know, there are eight pylons. What are they? Actually, no. What are the eight pylons at Virginia Tech? I didn't know them, granted, so don't feel bad. They're behind you. You can't look. They're behind you on this mirror. Oh, they are? Um, hope, faith, love, care. Keep, you'll get one. Keep going. Leadership. Yes, yes. that's one. Yeah, Boom. One. There you go. That's all I know. What are the eight? Uh, brotherhood, leadership, loyalty, sacrifice, service, honor, duty, and Utprosum. Yes. Boom. Orientation leader, dude. That's right. So he had the, uh, he right. had the cheat sheet. No, so, gobble, gobble. <laughs> so we are, <laughs> we are adding the cenotaph because we have nine. You can't divide eight by three unless you get some sort of divisible. Yes. That's the right word, right? Sure. So um, we're doing a snake draft of the best shooters in the NBA ever. We're not going to hold you statistically accountable, but who are some shooters that you enjoy? So with the snake draft, you will kick it off. Obviously, got to go with Steph Curry. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Uh, Pat? Uh, I got Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. As my number one. I will go with Boston Celtic legend who has made up. That's right. Who has made up with KG and Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. That is my next pick. And it's a snake draft, so you got the next one. Oh, I got the next one. I'm going to go with J.J. Redick. Mm. He's, uh, you know, J.J. Redick and I have a lot in common. Um Yeah. We're both white and have a podcast, so (laughs) (laughs) shout out to JJ Reddick. Very nice. That's right. All right. Um, All right. It's coming back my way. I got Boston Celtic legend. Wait, no, he didn't play for the Celtics. (laughs) (laughs) For those listening, for those listening, Pat is not an NBA, not an NBA guy. But we did watch the uh, the Lakers play last night. Um, LeBron had a nice little somersault <laughs> into the uh, into the floor seats. Remember that? I just see that clip there. Is he your shooter? No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> LeBron is not a top shooter of all time. Okay. Um, I have Ray Allen. I literally just said Ray Allen. Oh, I thought you said Larry Bird. No, but you could steal that. I have Kyle Korver. <laughs> okay, Kyle Korver. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle Korver. Hunter, you got you got two in a row with the snake draft. Um, I guess I have to take the other splash, bro. Clay Thompson. Okay. Does anyone in any sport have a higher approval rating than Clay Thompson? If you're out there and you dislike Clay Thompson, yeah, there's something wrong with yeah. you. He's a great guy, yeah, big is. fan. So I'll go. Great vibe. I, I take it. Um, all right. I feel like I have to go old timer here. Shooter. Um, Pistol Pete Maravich. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Steve, wow. Yeah. Loves the uh, the Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's back to me. It's back to you, <laughs> dude. Good luck. Running out of players, you know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, – we had this discussion earlier. Going to add Kevin Durant to the mix. Kevin Durant. Good pick. And I'm going to wrap it up with a guy who I used to torch my friends with in NBA 2K like 12. Mm-hmm. And that's Rip Hamilton. Rip, Rip Hamilton, Hamilton always had the mask on, so I will go with Rip Hamilton. Hey guys, this is Ali Jennings III, wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. 
That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Ave in Radford. Or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. That does it for the pylons. We're trying something new. It might be horrible. It might be hilarious. It's going to be great. I'm going to exit scene left, exit light, exit scene left. And uh, Pat and uh, you can just go ahead and introduce Come on and have a, uh, have a seat to the Hunter hot seat. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's reposition the camera here. Get the, uh, the facial expressions, the reactions. I'm going to fold the, uh, the question sheet over here. So we see LGH. Let's go Hokies frequently on social media these days. Uh, but we're going to do LGW. Let's get weird. We got the Han Hurst hot seat with Hunter. Hunter, how do you feel? I'm feeling great. I'm excited for this. Great. Let's get weird. Okay. Let's get weird. Now, Hunter, this is not our first interview with you. Hang on. I'm going to adjust the uh, got a little light. There we go. I'm going I'm to sit here. Okay. So <laughs> this is not our first interview together. Did you have fun at the uh, the fall kickoff? I did. It was yeah. a lot of fun. What was fun about it? Um, just the vibes there were great. You know, people talking, chatting it up, telling jokes. Everyone was there. It was just a good time. You know, I had a couple beers before interviewing you, mm-hmm. and I haven't had any beers today. Mm-hmm. Do I seem different to you? You do. Yeah. I, I liked you more with the beers <laughs> than without. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on from that one. That was a little bit insulting. Um are you nervous right now? No. No? Not nervous. Do you ever get nervous. nervous before basketball games? No. Never? Anxious, but not nervous. Good nervous. Butterflies. Before that game against Duke in March, when you were dropping balls and missing shots mm-hmm. in warm-ups, mm-hmm. were you anxious? Um, yeah, I was in that warm-up, but balls ended up dropping, and I wasn't nervous anymore. What do you do when you get anxious? Um, I pray. Big prayer. Meditator. I like to meditate. It's a good one, too. Prayer is good. Prayer is strengthening. Strengthening, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hunter, do you have a 4.0? I don't. Strive to. Never got it ever in my life, but mm-hmm. it's a good... I graduated with um, cum laude from, uh, from Virginia Tech, so it's pretty cool. 3.6 GPA. It's years. pretty good. What does kumla sum laude mean? I don't know. Isn't it summa cum laude? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do or do not, Hunter. There's no try. We can all try to get 4.0s. I also did not get a 4.0. It's okay. So that's okay. Yeah. You guys beat Duke the other day. Kyle Filipowski. He's a good basketball player. He's good. He was throwing up in the huddle. Did you see that? Did you hear about that? I didn't see it. I heard about it. Um... I didn't see exactly what happened. I just know we scored to go up two. And I think he, MJ, was celebrating and he got in the way of that. Have you ever thrown up in the huddle? I have not. Uh, no, I haven't. Got close, but never did. Mm-hmm. Vitamin C yep. and fluids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hunter, you're from Orlando. O-Town, 407. O-Town. Born and raised. Disney World. Universal. Universal. Describe Disney adults in three words. Immature. Um, I wouldn't say immature. I, immature. Disney's a rival to me. Um, 
three words. Goofy. It's a Disney character. <laughs> it is a Disney character. And Spirited would be the last one. I love Thrill Rides. I love Thriller, the song. Michael Jackson. Can you do the dance? I can't. I'm not a good dance. Ah, there's a TikTok of me dancing that goes around a lot. There is a TikTok yeah. of you dancing that goes around a lot. But yeah. What's the biggest thing holding back Universal Studios? <sighs> That's a great question. Land. You have a lot of land. I think Disney has a lot of land. More land than Universal. I think that's holding them back. They do. Hunter, you're a pretty good basketball player. I appreciate that. You're a swaggy basketball player. You think so? Do you think you're the swaggiest member of this ball club? I would say I have some swag. I don't know if I'm the swaggiest. I would like to improve my on-court swag. I've never gotten to it. One of these days, I want to do one leg sleeve instead of two for the tights. Um, I have added the shooting sleeve, medically reasoned, but um, I think that's pretty cool for the swag. It looks good. I think that. Thank you. Who's the least swaggy on the team? Um, Grant Basili has no swag. No swag. No swag. What is the biggest thing holding back Grant Basili's swagger? Um, himself. I think he thinks he has swag, so he feels like he has no room for improvement. But it's the opposite. Have you had a conversation with him about that? No. Uh, yes. I th- Sometimes I tell him, you look awkward out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, he can work on his swag. Do you like his salmon shoes? No, I don't. I told him I did when he showed them to me because he was saying, do you think I can get away with this? I said, yeah, it looks good, but I, I don't like them. So you lied? I didn't lie. I just didn't tell him the truth. Isn't honesty one of the pillars? No, it's honor. Oh, okay. Fair. This is my interview. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hunter Couture, you are off the Hunter Couture hot seat mm. in Han Hurst. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. All right. That was fun. That was good. I think that, that went well, actually. That was the first time we've ever done that. Yeah. Awkward, awkward place. Awkward place. <laughs> oh. All right, where are we? All right, we are on to rapid fire. Rapid fire. Go so, away. first and foremost, uh, this is very off-brand for uh, Patrick and myself. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I did move to California for a while. You ski. It's we're in touch with our spirit. I don't know. It yeah, we're fun. grounded. Um, we did yoga the other day. We did hot yoga. Some namaste. Uh, I want to know what your thoughts are on hot yoga. Um, I love hot yoga. I love yoga in general. Mm-hmm. Getting um, kind of one with the body and mind mm-hmm. in, a, in a quiet place. Uh, our team does yoga. We did hot yoga at the beginning of the year. We continue to do yoga through the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan. Love Namaste. Love Downward Dog. Um, Warrior Two. That's a good one. But uh, yeah, yeah. Are you a flow guy? When you are given the option to do the flow, do you do you go through the flow? What is the flow? Well, the other night we would do triple the leg dog, mm-hmm. down dog, and they'd say flow optional. So you get an opportunity to like do a push up and go do- through. Yeah, 
Yeah, you you're a float. Flow. Uh, yeah. Okay, we do that. You go through and do the little scorpion, whatever mm-hmm. they call it. Find your vine. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, coincidentally enough, where we went, we did go to Inbalance Yoga. You are an Inbalance Yoga alum. I am an Inbalance Yoga alum. You are also an Inbalance Yoga alum. I graduated uh, summa cum laude from Inbalance <laughs> Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited to announce that we do have a new partnership with Inbalance Yoga. So if you are in the Blacksburg area and you're interested in getting your namaste on and getting some sweat and getting some grounded and feeling spiritually connected, let us know and we can give you a free class and a discounted semester. Yes, semester pass. So Inbalance Yoga located right over by, what's the apartments over there? Uh, uptown. It's in Uptown, North Center Street. Uh, it's it's up by Patrick Henry. That's right? right. What's the apartments though that I lived? At? Fox Ridge. It's over by Fox. It Ridge. is not even close to Fox Ridge. You lived at Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge. Sorry, the ridges, dude. <laughs> they do all these names. So it's over by Maple Ridge. Check them out. Imbalance Yoga. Super excited to have them on board. Next question. You get to have dinner with four people. These uh, four people could be dead or alive, and you can go wherever you want to eat. So who are the four people you're going to dinner with? And where are you going to eat? And you can't say mom and dad and like that's like the soft answer. Give me, give, give, give me something good here. Mom and dad, you know you're the first choice. Yeah. So, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, so I got to pick an athlete. All right, first Drake. I want Drake there. Okay, it's my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that he's actually? I don't mean to, but you know, I don't mean to put you on the spot here. Do you think he actually talks like that all the time? No. I no, think it's for the camera. Yeah, I think it I is too. too. Yes. Yeah. Um, Let me know what he sounds like. We need to get Drake on the hot seat. We do. That'd be good. Um, a comedian, Jonah Hill. Okay. I would. That'd be fun, Jonah Hill, um, or Kevin Hart. That's a great good pick. pick with you, those two. Um, is it four including me or four not? Including no, not me? including you. Okay. Um, athlete, we can go with. Cam Newton. That Cam was, Newton. That was my favorite athlete growing up. Okay. Playing football, I'd try to be like him. Did you know that Cam Newton, if he didn't go to Auburn, his second Virginia choice was Tech. Virginia Tech? It's for the, Fun fact. Like the jerseys or something. Mm-hmm. They look cool. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Um, it would have been really cool. Yeah. It's just a kind of cool fact. <laughs> Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Um, last one. Who's historic? What a question. Mm. It is a good question. Who, who is historic? <laughs> that is a long list. Hunter, you're historic. I am, technically. You You'll be there already. So. Yeah. Um, Everyone you chose is alive. You, you don't extend a helping hand to somebody else to have one more deal, one more meal? Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know why I'm thinking of presidents. I don't want a president there. Um, oh, Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus yes. and Cam Newton yeah. and Drake. I got something and about Christopher Columbus. Please and do. I have a great idea for Universal Studios. Christopher <laughs> Columbus knows all about land and yeah. taking up land. They need to get him. <laughs> they need to get him on the board of directors yeah. of Universal Studios and just have him lay out the roadmap. <laughs> Dude, Disney will be gone in a second. Okay? That's your solution. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs>
Pat, that is one of your greatest hits, dude. That's good, <laughs> that's good stuff, man. A sober performance for the ages. I mean, that's it. Let's rock. Um, what is your favorite gym to shoot in that is not Castle? And I want to say this. I actually want to cut you some slack for Barclays. I have never shot in Barclays. But if I did, it's a little weird. The lighting is weird. You it's can't really see. Yeah, outside. you yeah. can't see anything. Yeah, so I would – I feel like I have to uh, – I feel like it has to be between Barclays and Florida State. Okay. That's to be my two favorite. Who has been your toughest defensive assignment? You can't say a teammate, too. That would be an opt-out answer. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Um, just kind of people we've gone against – through my four years. Obi Toppin was good. I didn't guard him. Large human. He is. There's actually a picture um, from that game. He had an alley-oop and a fast break. And I didn't jump with him, but I ran by. But the picture is me squinching my eyes, and I'm <laughs> underneath him while he's dunking. It's really bad. Um, toughest matchup. I don't know. There's been some tough ones. It's like one that doesn't like really stand out where I was like, oh, like I was in trouble. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. But there's – I probably couldn't like pinpoint one. Okay. Yeah. Um, this fit into the uh, – this fit into the awkward questions. But what do you think Sons of Saturday does well and what do we not do well? <laughs> little Yelp review. Oh. Um, you want my honest answer? I do. That's why I asked. Okay. Um, what I think you guys do well, I think you guys brand yourself well throughout the community and other athletes without expecting anything like in return for yourselves. Thank you. Just like how you guys do help with podcasts and kind of do this stuff. It's more for to show the athlete behind the scenes without being the athlete. Show the mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys do a good job doing that without like – hey, can you come do this for us so we can get this? I think mm-hmm. it's more for the interest of the athletes. So I think you guys do a good job with that. And what you don't do well, um, I don't know. I've never, come heard, on. I've never heard any bad reviews. There ever been a tweet that gone out and you're like, dude, this is whack. What are um, we doing? What you guys can do better. Better wording. I like that. Areas of improvement. Yeah. Put our hard hat on. Do we need to be swaggier? Yeah. <laughs> I think we could do that. I think I could try. We'll work. I'll go get some uh, one-legged tights for the, next, uh, for the next podcast. You and KG play 101 to 11. What's the score? 11-0 me. 11-0 hesitation. Yes. And are these all from beyond the arc? Or? Yes, there's, okay. Between me and KG, there will be no two shots. <laughs> so then it would be 12 nothing. Yeah. yeah. Math. Uh, well done. Math. Uh, if who would you say if there was a round robin tournament of the coaches, call your own foul. I think that's important to to note as well. Who would win? We'll throw Bruce in there too. <laughs> if it's call your own foul, then Bruce is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> but um, call your own foul. It's got to be between KG, Webby, and Ace. Okay. I think those three – Depending on how how well they're taking the call your own foul, it'll be mm. between those three. Um, what is the weirdest pregame superstition or like just kind of thing that they do before a game? Like I gotta imagine Grant Basile has a pretty weird pregame. 
pregame routine. So he's been doing this lately, and we all have been joking I about it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew he had something weird. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily pregame or pre-practice or what, but he, we will come out a film, mm-hmm. and he will just we'll be in the huddle, and we'll just see him laying on the ground, like moving his knees side to side, stretching while Coach Young's in the middle talking. And he did it at at Syracuse. We were in the huddle, and while Coach Young was talking, it was a thirty second timeout. He is on the ground, <laughs> moving his knees back and forth. I guess to stretch his back or something. And we laugh about it every single time. What does Coach think about it? I don't. He's so caught up in the moment. He doesn't really. My pregame ritual. What I like to do with Coach Young is when they announce him at Castle Games, I like to boo him. <laughs> That's pretty. Funny. When they say like, and now your head coach Mike Young, I always boo when he gets mad. <laughs> um. So I have a little beef with the Hokie Bird. This is a two-pronged question. I'm a firm believer that we can do better. Um, I, I, I You're going to catch a lot. I'm going to catch a lot of heat. This is the first time I'm mentioning it. So we look across different schools, and they're, you know, the mascot's kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. The Hokie Bird is something I would expect to see at, like, a kindergarten, like, birthday party. Friendly, wants to take pictures. <laughs> yes, like friendly, that. wants to take pictures, yeah. big feet. Looks like he doesn't have a very balanced diet. Mm-hmm. Um so one, do you think the Hokie Bird is due for a rebrand or do you like the Hokie Bird as is? This is not, for those of you that are going to freak out, this is not me saying we shouldn't be the Virginia Tech Hokies. This is me saying that we should get a new costume for the Hokie, but I would like, I would like your opinion. I if you don't want to go down on the sinking ship with me, it's okay. It's all good. I, okay. think, I think we should. I think when I see the Hokie Bird, it's usually walking around, waving high fives, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But I would like, like, they come out and they see the Hokie Bird and they're like, that's a mascot. Yeah. Like, I feel like – I'm not going to say that. I'm probably getting in some trouble for that. But I would just say we need more of like a mascot feel, more of an – Intimidating. Uh, yeah. When we played West Virginia, old musket guy comes out and you're like, yo, that guy's – I hate to say it. Guy's grit. <laughs> that is a gritty mascot. <laughs> Our mascot is anti-grit. And I think I think we need a little bit more of a gritty mascot. And here's the thing. Uh, you got me on a tangent, huh? Here's the thing. <laughs> Dude, I'm if you're gonna I'm gonna go on a long tangent about this when you're done with your tangent. All right. Here's the thing. If you wanna be funny, go all in on funny. The hilltoppers of western Kentucky have this massive fat blue blob or red blob. No, it's, red. it's red blob. And it's funny. The hokey bird is just like, oh, there he is. You know, take some pictures, wave. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk. Um, and then you look at the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. It's usually a short guy carrying around a pot of gold. He has some props. At least get the Hokies some props, you know? So that's my – or maybe a live turkey. We could spare it from being on the shelves on Thanksgiving. Want to talk about – well, that wouldn't be sacrifice. That would be (laughs) – That would be the opposite. Yeah, Yeah, that would be be saving sacrifice. So I don't know. If we wanted to take sacrifice off, we would also stop serving turkey legs at football games. This is true. This, this is but true. I guess that is That's what right. we do. We're eating our we own. Are, we are living the pylons. <laughs> are you done with yours? I'm done. Yeah, jump. go ahead. I don't. I don't know about this whole hokey bird <laughs> brand, guys. No, no. Okay. See, listen, man. This is class I'm, president speak. This is why you don't want a president at dinner because yeah. they're gonna. Yeah, he's, he's protecting his ego okay. a little bit. When I was, you know, four weeks old, pictured in the crib, I had a little. Bib on or whatever. I need this picture. What dude. are they called? I, onesies? I had a onesie and it said like future Hokie or I'm a little Hokie with a picture of the Hokie bird. You can't just take away 28 years dude, of, of my relationship no. with this fictional that's, character. That's fine if it's on a shirt. No, 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 no. You need to walk around. The Hokie bird signifies comfort and familiarity 
<laughs> well, when I go out and play Duke or we play somebody, I'm not thinking, yo, Duke's coming to town. Let's make sure they feel comfortable and familiar. Like, that's not what I'm looking for, dude. I, it's not for – I'm Billy Ray, and I think having a, a intimidating mascot will actually help us win the football game. Yeah, or any game. Don't sports specific me. Any, any game. I think it needs to change. Walking around at baseball, soccer, badminton, bass fishing. I, like, I think we need a rebrand. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's um, all I'm saying. But would love question, to hear the feedback. We do have a question about this. Yeah, there stuff. is a question. So if Bruce Garns and the Hokie Bird were in a fight to the death, who would win? The Hokie Bird we have now? Yes. Bruce Garns. That's my problem. Not saying Bruce is not a good fighter, <laughs> but I want somebody that at least makes him think about it. Anyway, moving on to letters. <laughs> moving on to letters to the lunch pail. Wow. Um, go ahead with your letter. From All right. Our pail, first letter from the lunch pail comes from our guy. Sam Stromberg. Hunter, do you have a pregame snack uh, or any superstitions? You kind of already answered that. Snacks. Um, pregame snack, peanut butter crackers. I'm a big peanut butter cracker. You get dry? Guy. A little dry now? Yeah, you get water and it's okay. If I had some milk, that'd be even better. But yeah, cool. We were talking about stomach problems during games. You can't be drinking lactose before yeah, a basketball game. Dude. But peanut butter that. crackers, that's I uh, go to it before the game and at halftime. Um, your mother writes in and she says, hello, Hunter. Glad to see you back out there. How many times do you call your mother a week? And is that enough? Um, I don't call her enough. Uh, I probably call her once every two, three weeks. We got to pump those numbers. Whoa. Whoa. I'll admit it. It's bad. Um, she'll probably call me more than I call her, which is also bad. Um, but You got to leave voicemails. Leave like to make sure they know you called. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Leave a voicemail. Also, one time my pops was giving me a lot of grief because I'd call my mom all the time. I wouldn't call my dad. So I just sent an edible arrangement home. And and that bought me like a month and a half of yeah. not having to call home. To which was that. not what you should be looking to do. <laughs> but it does it does buy you a little bit of time. Now do you send texts? Are you like a good morning mom? Love you. Well, all right. All right. Good morning, mom. <laughs> Good morning, mom. Text to be a little. A little all right. All right. All right. Um, well, she texts me every game day, so we text them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Day, so in the off season, you're just you guys are just not even pen pals. Yeah. You know? There's uh, not that much contact in yeah, the off season. No. But I do need to get better. I need to call her maybe once every two weeks. There now we, we already know the answer to this, but for our listeners, do you have siblings? I do. I have a brother and a sister. How often are they communicating with uh, Mrs. Couture? Uh, my sister probably talks to her every day. They're probably best friends. And then my brother probably calls her once a week. So I'm probably the worst one. You know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to help you out. So how much should you, do you want to call? What's the goal for you calling your mother for the rest what's of the quota? What's the quota? I think once a week would be cool. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go in and I'm going to schedule a tweet to go out every Sunday. And it's going to say, Hunter, be sure to call your mom. Okay. And we'll make sure that that is, that like that that. is done. Okay? Accountability. I yes. Like accountability. Um, we're doing everything we can for you, Mrs. Couture. Um, and we'll get Christopher Columbus on the uh, on the land grant stuff uh, for Universal Studios. Um, Can't call him, though, because he's he, he gone. <laughs> maybe we could text him or WhatsApp. Um, Bryce Couture says, hello, Hunter. I like that they both did it like a pen pal type deal. Big fan of your game. That's nice. How does it feel to start in the ACC yet – not be the most athletic in the Um, I could take that. I would say my sister's more athletic than my brother. Okay. So if he if he wants, how to- many couture's are there? Five of us. Damn. Yeah, it's a lot of couture's. So I would say 
ranking. My mom and my dad always argue where our athleticism came from. So we'll split there. Well, what's their athletic prowess? Where does it come from? Were they athletes? My dad, none of them. So my dad played football growing up. Went to play in high school. That was about it. My mom played basketball, volleyball, and softball growing up. Okay. Just till high school. My sister and my brother both were volleyball players in high school. And then my brother played club volleyball at Florida State because I guess there wasn't like a, a Division One team. So they played like club. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like intramural. They like traveled to like national tournaments and stuff like that. So what kind of athlete is Bryce? Because we were looking uh, – we were doing our research. Mm-hmm. Looks outdoorsy. He actually would probably love imbalance yoga. His picture is like hiking. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's that kind of athleticism. Yeah, he's a big hiker. Um, he – we played one-on-one growing up. He played all sports. He loves sports. So he loves basketball, football, all those kind of mm-hmm. things. Um, but he's he's very adventurous, loves to be outdoors, loves a good old challenge. So he's – He's he's a, a decent athlete for the average human. A decent athlete. That was a little backhanded. <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little, a little, a little backhanded. I got a, I got a question for you too. A little callback. So when Brian was born, did they put him in the I'm a future Hokie bib too? Uh, and then he went to Notre Dame. I don't really know if Brian had. I don't know <laughs> if there's any documentation of Brian getting the same treatment that I got. Okay. I think it was like, hey, firstborns going to tech, you know? right? And then it was just like, you know, I don't know. That's a question for my father. Okay, we'll we'll patch we'll patch him in. Next question, uh, TJ for Tech. What advice would you give current recruits who are considering playing for at Hokies MBB? That's the men's basketball Twitter handle. That is, and uh, tied into that question, why has Virginia Tech been special to you? So, what would you give uh, advice to the recruits, and then why is Virginia Tech a special place? Um. I think they tie into each other. What I would tell the recruits is this is a special place. Um, this feels like home. I grew up in Orlando, Florida for 18 years, and I came here. This is my second home, and I've loved it. Um, the community, it's a college town. It's a community. Um, when you lose, it's going to be tough, but when you win, they're going to love you, but it's all part of college. Um, but I'd say it's a special place. It's a family. Um, they've embraced me since coming here, and you meet your brother's every year your teammates you have um and those are your best friends going through college so i think it's just a it's a cool place to experience blacksburg is a fun town to live in and um i i'm grateful to be here i guess to that note and i hate that i'm asking this after this question but as an orlando guy what have been your thoughts on the uh weather these past few days Mm. it's been pretty brutal yeah it's been actually this year hasn't been that bad compared to other years because it hasn't snowed yet Mm -hmm. and i know the snow will eventually come but it's there has been this past couple of days have sucked raining and cold and windy, but there has been some days where it's been cold, but it's been sunny and not windy. I think the biggest thing is the wind because mm-hmm. if it's cold and sunny out, the then it's okay. But if it's walking across the drill field and it's windy, it's, mm-hmm. it's brutal. Speaking of walking across the drill field, <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, I know like, so you are, you are, you are in the zone. <laughs> Like you, you and him have that in common. <laughs> well, here you are in the zone, dude. Here's the thing: like I used to live back on Center Street, so like I would call my parents when I was walking to class from Center. You know, walk across the drill field to get to you know Pamplin or McBride or whatever. So that's a good time to call your mom too, is if you're ever walking across the drill field. He just said he takes all his classes online. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe right. while your computer's booting up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. Bye, mom. There. <laughs> exactly right. All right. Last question for you. I should have put this in the LGW segment, hot seat with Hunter Couture, but have you ever been to France? Come on. It does not take that long to yeah, think I've about it. Yeah. Come on. You ever been to Europe? 
Never. I've been out the country twice. I've gone to Mexico and Haiti. Okay, so, so very far from France. Yes. Um, do you like cycling, riding a bike? I did. I grew up riding a bike with my friends. Cool. Well, if you ever go to France and you decide to ride around on a bicycle in France, <laughs> the Couture de France <laughs> branding is is something like you that. could really take I've never advantage. Never heard that before. That's right. So, uh, we're gonna close on that note. But Hunter, <laughs> Sharky shoutouts. Uh, anything that you uh, want to shout out from our good friends uh, at Sharky's Blacksburg, this is your time. You know um, where to follow you. If uh, if anyone is special in your life, anything you got going on, anyone you want to recognize. I was gonna say yeah. shout out to my mom. Nice. Uh, expect more phone calls. Um, That's right. Shout out to Bryce for being the second most athletic in the family. And that's about it. That's a podcast. Good job, Hunt. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Beat. We play Syracuse? We got Syracuse. Cuse on Saturday. Cuse 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Home. Be there or be, be square. And, and sing. No, shout when shout comes on. That's All right. There oh was no God. shouting. Oh, my See, gosh. I know you're in the zone, Hunter. No, but yeah, the shout right. the other night, C- minus really? from the – It was like – It was really poor. And no one was, uh, you know, oh, getting into yeah. it. Piss poor. Yeah. That's a podcast. Appreciate y'all. Hunt, that was fun. To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go just let it sink in Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day Take a hit, it started